you really didn't test this mic. Oh, that sounds all right, though, huh? We are going to step away from our study of Ecclesiastes because this is Holy Week. This is a, a big deal. Today is Palm Sunday. Palm Sunday. Now, we, we call it that because, as, as Scripture tells us, that the people would throw down the, the, the palms of branches for Jesus to walk through as he, as he makes the triumphal entry, as it's called into Jerusalem. So we call it Palm Sunday. And I would, uh, and it really begins what is known as Holy Week. It begins, we have Palm Sunday today, we have Good Friday, then we have Resurrection Sunday. This is an important week. In fact, I think it's the most important week for the Christian. I think it's even bigger than Christmas. This, it, this week sets us apart from every, every other faith system every other belief system. This week is, the, is when we celebrate what Christ has done for us. And, and that's just a, a Christian distinctive. And so this week is important. So we're going to be in Matthew chapter 21 this morning. If you want to turn to Matthew chapter 21, it will be up here behind me. We're going to read the triumphal entry of Jesus from Matthew 21 verse 1 to 11. When they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples telling them, Go into the village ahead of you. At once you will find a donkey tied there with her foal. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say that the Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place so that what was spoken through the prophet might be fulfilled. Tell daughter Zion... See, your king is coming to you, gentle and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did just as Jesus directed them. They brought the donkey and its foal. Then they laid their clothes on them and sat on them. A very large crowd spread their clothes on the road. Others were cutting branches from the trees and spreading them on the road. Then the crowds went ahead of him. And those who followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in an uproar saying, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. So as I said, this is an important week for the Christian. I want to talk first about the timing of this. Because the timing really is important. Now, this is Passover week in Jerusalem. And so Passover week happens and it begins here. And, and, and so Holy Week kind of begins here for us. But I, you remember the first Passover was in Exodus. And so let me read Exodus chapter 12, just a few verses from there to you. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, this month shall be for you the beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year for you. Tell all the congregation of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, every man shall take a lamb according to their father's house, a lamb for a household. And if a household is too small for a lamb, then he and his nearest neighbor shall take according to the number of persons. According to what each can eat, you shall make your count for the lamb. 
Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male one year old. You may take from the sheep or from the goats, and you shall keep it until the 14th day of this month, when the whole assembly of congregation of Israel shall kill their lambs at twilight. So this is, this is set by God, not on day of the week, but on specific dates in the calendar. So the Jewish calendar has Nisan, which is the first month of the year set for this set around Passover. And so again, remember that this, this doesn't set with a week, Sunday to Saturday. This sets on dates, the 10th and the 14th. Those are the important dates of Passover. So on the 10th, the, the lamb, the Passover lamb is chosen. On the 14th, it is slaughtered. Now, as we look at how this all times out in the time of Jesus, when Jesus made this triumphal entry, it was on the 10th. It was on the day the Passover lamb is chosen, is when he came into Israel. And so that sets for Jesus to be crucified on the day the Passover lamb is slaughtered. Actually, John 19.42 tells us that, that uh, the, the timing of this, that it was the day of the preparation, which is the day that the, the lamb is slain. So yes, Jesus is slaughtered on the day the Passover lamb is slaughtered. And this day, the 10th, is the day Jesus comes into Israel, and it's the day, or Jerusalem rather, and it's the day that the, the Passover lamb is chosen by, by Israel. So you see that the timing is critical here, that it happened for us to understand Jesus as our Passover lamb. Jesus sacrificed for our sin. That's precisely how it works. And so here's Holy Week for you. That you, you, you see that... that we first have to understand a couple of things about the timing. The Jewish idea of the day is sunset to sunset, not midnight to midnight like ours. So Monday starts Sunday night at 6 and goes to Monday night at 6. So the, the, the whole hour calendar is all off. The, the uh, Gregorian calendar that we use is all off from the Jewish calendar. So those we celebrate Good Friday, it actually happens Thursday. Because, again, it's not the day of the week that God set. He set the 10th and the 14th. He set the, the, the dates, not the day. So it doesn't matter how it falls. It falls so that the 10th and the 14th, these things happen. The lamb is chosen and the lamb is slaughtered. In between those times... When the lamb is chosen, it's brought into the house. This lamb is considered, is going to take the sin of the family. And so it's brought into the house. It's cared for. It is, it is watched over until the 14th when it's slaughtered. So again, the timing of all of this is really critical for us to understand. So by the Gospels, we can actually see how all this timing works. On the sixth day before Passover... Jesus goes to the house of, of Lazarus in Bethany. On the fifth day, on, it lands on the 10th. He go, this is Palm Sunday, what we celebrate today. 
On the fourth day, Jesus goes back to Jerusalem from Bethany. On the third day, he goes to Jerusalem again and then out to the Mount of Olives. On the second day, he goes to Simon's house where the, where the woman anoints his head with oil. So on the 14th of Nisan, the, the first day of the month, the day set by God for the Passover lamb to be slain, Jesus is crucified. Kind of incredible, isn't it? But, it? but it shouldn't surprise us at all because John said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Paul even says in 1 Corinthians 5, Christ, our Passover Lamb, has been slain. We are to understand Christ as our Passover Lamb. And the timing of all this fits that. The timing of how this all happens fits that. So there's some things about this timing that I want you to, to, to consider. The first one is that travelers who were coming from all over that the, the diaspora, as it's called, the, the dispersed area of the Jews that were coming to Jerusalem to, to uh, celebrate Passover in Jerusalem, all of these travelers, they would come in on the eighth day before Passover. And there was a reason for that, because along the way, they may have passed a dead body or bumped the body of an animal or something so that they were ceremonially unclean. They were ritually unclean. So they came on the eighth day before Passover so they could do seven days of cleansing and still do Passover. Otherwise, they came all that way for nothing. So they would come on the eighth day. Jesus comes on the fifth day. Why? Because he's without sin. Because he's completely blameless, spotless. He's perfect just as Exodus 12 requires. So he comes on the fifth day before Passover, not the eighth. So he comes on the day set in Exodus 12 for the day the Passover lamb is chosen, the 10th. Israel, by or Jerusalem really, and his followers, by their actions here, they choose him don't they? You see, with the throwing down of the palm fronds, with, with throwing the clothes on the, on, the floor, on the ground, you see all of this, that, that they are choosing Jesus as their Passover lamb. And then he's slaughtered on the 14th of Nisan. He's crucified the day the Passover lamb is slaughtered. The timing of this is critical, and it points us to Jesus being our Passover lamb. Now there's some Old Testament quotes here that are important as well. Uh, verse 5 quotes from Zechariah 9.9. It tells us, and, and, and it even tells us that, that, Matthew even tells us that Jesus did this according to this prophecy. So what is the deal with coming in the, into town on the foal of a donkey? Well, remember in this time, they, people lived in walled cities. And these cities would close to someone coming on a horse because a king coming on a horse meant he was coming to conquer. And so coming on a horse meant conquer. Coming on the foal of a donkey means peace. He's coming in peace. 
Why is Jesus coming to Jerusalem where he's going to be crucified in peace? Because he's giving himself for us there. He's surrendering for us there. Could he have come as a conqueror? He even says in, in Matthew 26, 53, when he's arrested, he says, do you think I cannot call on my father and he will provide me here and now with more than 12 legions of angels? He could have come as a conqueror. But he came to give himself for us. He came to surrender. So he came in peace on a donkey. Revelation 19, he comes on a white horse. Because when he comes back, he's coming to conquer. But as he gives himself for us, he comes on the foal of a donkey. He comes in peace. And then in verse 9, we have a quote from Psalm 118. Psalm 118 was, was chanted or sung to the travelers that were coming in for the feasts. Uh, for, for instance, the festival of the booths, they would, as the, as the travelers would come in, the, the people in Jerusalem would chant these, chant Psalm 118 to them. In this case, they're chanting it to uh, people coming in for Passover, but it takes on a special meaning when you think about it in terms of them singing it to Christ, singing it to Jesus. Because the word Hosanna is kind of a mixture of Hebrew and Aramaic, and it actually means save indeed. So they are shouting, save indeed from the highest heaven. It, it kind of bookends Jesus' ministry, doesn't it? What did, they, what did the angel say when he was born? Glory to God in the highest. And now they are singing, save indeed in the highest. It bookends the, the, the ministry of Jesus, the earthly ministry of Jesus. So they are, they are shouting, save indeed in the highest to Jesus. They're recognizing for us that he's not only the Passover lamb, he is the coming king. He is the one sent from heaven. He is the salvation sent from heaven to us. God sent on this day his salvation to us. On the day the Passover lamb is chosen, God sends salvation to us. So you see the time, how, how, how critical all of this timing is. The salvation from heaven arrives and they recognize him as such by singing Hosanna to the highest heaven. Save indeed from the highest heaven. So we celebrate Palm Sunday today because we celebrate the day the people of Israel choose our Passover lamb. And, we, and bring, it, bring it into the city to care for until the 14th day when it is slaughtered for sin. I want you to, to keep in mind these, these voices that are shouting, Hosanna in the highest, in just a few short days will be shouting, Crucify Him. Crucify Him. But for Palm Sunday, they're recognizing Him as our Passover lamb. They're recognizing him as the salvation sent from heaven. They're recognizing him as the Messiah and as the king who comes in peace to surrender himself.
for us. Palm Sunday is kind of a big deal. It's kind of a big deal for the Christian. Because our Passover lamb is chosen. The one who will die for our sin, chosen for us on this day. And kept for us until the 14th day when he is slaughtered for sin. He came in peace because he came to, to give himself salvation itself from heaven. Hosanna, save indeed from the highest heaven. That's what we have to celebrate today. Do you know Jesus as your Passover lamb? Do you know Jesus as your king who came in peace and gave himself for you? Do you know Jesus as your Messiah and King. Because there's no more important thing than that today. So I'm going to ask that you bow your heads and consider just that question. Do I know Jesus as my coming King? Do I know Jesus as my Passover Lamb, the Lamb who was slain to take away the sin of the world? to take away my sin. Do I know Jesus, the King, who came in peace to give himself for me? Because you can this morning. It's a simple prayer. And a prayer, you can just pray along with me in your own words and say, God, I, I know I have sin in my life. I've done things wrong. I've said things wrong. I've thought things wrong. And I know the Bible calls that sin. I trust Jesus as my Passover lamb, my sacrifice, my king, my salvation from heaven. So I ask you to forgive me, not because of anything I can do, but because of what he has done. And I ask you to come into my life and empower my life. Let me live resurrected life today. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to let somebody know. Come and let me know. Elbow your neighbor, let them know. Maybe this morning you know Christ, but you have just not seen him as your Passover lamb slain for you. You know, that you remember the, the original Passover story. The Passover lamb was slain and the blood was placed on the door. And if the, when, the, when the angel of death came, if he saw the blood, he passed over that place. The blood of Christ makes, the, makes spiritual death pass over you. Will you, will you accept Jesus as your Passover lamb this morning? Father, we thank you for this, your word. We thank you for what we celebrate today. We thank you that, that we celebrate not just our Passover lamb, but our risen king. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.